fuck is that? Wait, oh, that's porn. Okay. Welcome back to the Hindsight Podcast. I'm John, aka Glaslo. Attention campers, attention campers, it's time for Camp Laszlo. Camp Laszlo is definitely a forgotten gem of a cartoon from like the olden days of cartoons, the golden days, not even the olden days, the golden days of cartoons. You never really hear much about Camp Laszlo. There's actually a lot of cartoons that like, you don't really think about them until like something reminds you, that's obviously, whatever. You know what I'm saying though? Like, they're not like super common, but like you remember them when like something makes you remember. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know what I'm trying to say. How are you doing? How's your Saturday going? Uh, my day's going all right, I guess. I'm tired. I have a headache, which is probably all due to my lack of nicotine consumption today. Because, like, lately, my nicotine consumption has been way too fucking high. <laughs> like, it's just been too high. And, like, I don't smoke cigs anymore. Like, I used to. Well, I pretty much only smoked cigs when I was in rehab and a little bit after rehab. But, like, after that, I went back to, like, a, a Juul. And, you know, like, a Juul pod is the equivalent to, like, one pack of cigarettes. Yeah, the nicotine equivalent of one pack of cigarettes. And uh, usually I do, like, I probably go through a pod in, like, four to five days. But this week, I was doing a pod a day, like, out of nowhere. And uh, I realized that today when I had to go buy some more, I was like, holy shit, I just bought these a couple days ago and I'm already out. Yeah, I gotta cut back. So I've been cutting back. Although I do think it's because of school. Like, with school starting or whatever, you know, that first week's a little bit stressful. Gotta get acclimated. But, man, yeah, coming down from like we smoked so much or whatever like having to do a little sabbatical it's tough it sucks never smoke don't get hooked on nicotine <laughs> yeah but on the topic of addiction today i bring you the next installment of our tales from series with tales from rehab uh, technically this wasn't supposed to be a series i just did tales from fbla whatever last week and i was going to do like the part two of that but then I didn't want to anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never going to. I just didn't want to do it today. And then Tales from Rehab just kind of popped up. And I was like, okay, we're going to make it into like a little series, a little Tales from series. So we got a little Tales from Rehab today. But man, I got some like crazy stories from rehab. Because uh, like rehab for me was like a really wild trip. I mean, you meet some pretty uh, interesting, I guess you could say some pretty interesting people in rehab, pretty crazy fucking people, <laughs> I mean, mostly, mostly in detox, because, like, when people are detoxing from whatever drug, or, you know, that they're, that, that they were on, they've been doing for a long period of time, like, you know, they go through, they go through some shit, uh, like, my experience in detox was really, really, detox, detox was, like, really, really short, I was only in detox for, like, less than 24 hours, about 20 hours, uh, I was in detox, because, like, the drugs that I did didn't really have a detox period, like, you know, cocaine and smoking a bunch and beans and all that stuff. Like, that usually just, like, it's in your system. It's out of your system after a couple of days. It doesn't really make you, like, detox, like, have a detox experience. Uh, but obviously, like, it, when you're in detox, you're mixing with a bunch of, like, different people, you know, all coming down off of some, some other different shit. Uh, in my short 20 hours, like, I didn't really see much of <laughs> uh, the detox experience. But, uh, no, this one time, so after I, uh, I got moved to the regular rehab center, uh, so essentially how it works is, like, so detox is, like, a hallway 
right? And there's a door at the end that leads to like the, the main rehab center. And it's locked from the inside. So if you're in rehab, you can't open, not in rehab, if you're in detox, you can't open that door. But if you're in the rehab center, you can open it from the other side and go through detox. We really weren't supposed to do that. But if you ever had to, you could do, uh, go that way. And like, uh, I had to do some tests uh, for my psychiatrist or whatever. And uh, there were, I'd do a test in the detox center. The, de- the doctor that had to, the nurse that I had to see was in the detox center. So I had to go back through uh, the detox hallway. And uh, so I remember I go there and I'm walking down. And it was like, a, it was evening time. So it was dark outside. And uh, I remember as I'm walking through the detox, I see this, this girl, girl, she's a woman. <laughs> this woman like standing outside like the smoking area, like kind of hiding behind a tree and like, peeking around it <clears throat> and I was like okay that woman's weird <laughs> I'm just gonna keep on keep on moving mind my own business so I go do a test uh, and as I'm leaving I look back out the window and she wasn't there anymore and I was like okay she's probably doing something else uh, but she like peeks to pokes her head out of like her door like the bedroom door and she's like come in here and I was like uh, I'll, I'll definitely do that <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that. Now yeah, I'm going to keep on, I'm going to keep on going. <laughs> but she like grabbed my arm, pulled me into the room, closed the door. All the lights are off in the room, right? So I, I was, I'll be honest, I was freaking out. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and she's like, do you see them? I'm like, see what? And she's like, do you see all the bunny rabbits? They followed me when I came from the future. I was like, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're, you're fucking crazy. All right, I'm out of here. I don't know what the fuck they got you on. I don't know what you're coming off of, but you're tripping, bro. <laughs> you're straight tripping. And, and like, it's like when you're in detox, like the person you are in detox is very different than the person you are when you get to like the regular rehab center. Because like I said before, you're detoxing, you, you go through some shit. <laughs> so like you're in the trenches. Uh, and like that woman or whatever what was her name her name was like fucking, I think her name was like Lauren something like that she's like 27 28 years old so when she came over to like the regular center she was a pretty cool person she was actually pretty chill uh but she was like actually genuinely psychotic <laughs> like not like seeing bunnies and shit psychotic no she was just a psychotic female in general like like she was dangerous because like she was bad like snow bunny bad you know what I'm saying and uh, that's how she that's how she gets in, man. That's how they bait you in. Hit you with a little bait and switch. Uh, and I remember she had like this this huge crush slash thing, whatever, uh, on this guy named Nick. And I absolutely fucking hated Nick. I'll probably get into that later. Uh, but like Nick, Nick wasn't having it. He he had his eyes on set on someone else or whatever. Uh, but Lauren, she did not care. She did not care. Uh, and she would like so. We, for example, we would just be sitting in the lounge, like me, a couple of my friends. And Nick, I don't consider Nick a fucking friend. Fuck Nick. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be sitting there, watching TV, and she'll just come in there and stand, stand behind Nick, like rub his shoulders, and be like, "I can't wait for us to have kids." <laughs> like it was so random. It was so weird. And we would all just look at her, look over at her, like, "Who the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> oh, actually, speaking of uh, crazy women, so there's this one lady. <clears throat> her name was like Priscilla or something like that. She changed her name like seven times while we were in rehab. She wanted to be called something new like every other week, whatever. But this lady, she was like, she was, uh, she was like older or whatever. Uh, I think she was in her sixties, late sixties. <clears throat> but man, she she lived 
uh, in a different room than everybody else did. Like she, she had transcended uh, to somewhere else. <laughs> essentially like she was on some weird shit and it's actually kind of funny so brooke uh, my girlfriend rehab girlfriend whatever if you you listen to their overview stuff you know all about that uh but brooke was actually her roommate uh when she first got there and uh i remember one time uh brooke was telling me about how one night she'd woken up because she had heard a noise in her bathroom and uh, she goes in there and priscilla was just sleeping in the shower uh, on the ground in the shower with the shower curtain wrapped around her neck, but not like she was trying to hang herself. She just had it around her neck, which is still kind of sus. Like, <laughs> you know, it makes you kind of think like, yeah, you're trying to probably trying to kill yourself. And so obviously Brooke calls like the nurses and whatnot, and they come they come in and get her. And a couple of days later, after uh, Brooke told me that story, I was actually in a class with Priscilla, and she talked about it, and she was like, yeah, I wasn't trying to kill myself or anything like that. It's just more. It's just uh, easier for me to sleep that way. It's more com- more comfortable that way. And I'm like, if you're more comfortable sleeping, and it's easy for you to sleep with a shower curtain wrapped around your neck. You probably have other problems besides insomnia. Like, yeah, it's probably something else. You should get looked at. I don't know. She's probably talking about there's something a little deeper than that. <laughs> and like, like her story was so crazy. You know, so everyone in rehab everyone has like their story you know like how they essentially how they ended up in rehab how they got so low you know or how things got so bad whatever how you ended up uh in, in rehab and her story essentially was uh so she had a husband and they were married for like 20 something years or whatever and she absolutely hated him and then one day he magically turns up dead <laughs> like he was just dead you know, and of course she had quote unquote nothing to do with it or whatever. At this time, she had like a, a pill addiction or something like that because she had a couple surgeries. Uh, so she said that so she leaves uh, the house uh, she was that she had with her husband, moves to California, and uh, gets engaged slash starts an entanglement with some like twenty two year old surfer dude when she was what 58, 59, something like that. And I'm like. Like, I, I can't dispute the story because I'm not there. You can't dispute someone's story. I mean, there's some things where you're like, okay, like, you know, what you're saying is absolute horseshit. And if anyone else were telling me this story, I'd be like, yeah, you're full of shit. But coming from her, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, this honestly could be true. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past her. Honestly, I wouldn't. Uh, and how she even ended up in rehab or whatever was like, uh, uh, it was like fentanyl or something like that. Uh if people don't know, fentanyl is like heroin dialed out to 11. <laughs> like if you were to do half a gram of heroin, you would get that same experience from less than a quarter gram of fentanyl. Uh, that's, that's just potent. That's why it kills people so much because people would do, cause usually people from heroin, they quote unquote graduate up to fentanyl and they'll do the same amount that they usually would do in heroin. And obviously it's way more potent. So that's how you get a bunch of overdoses and deaths from that but but she was actually like prescribed fentanyl which i didn't even know was a thing <laughs> but she was after a, a surgery she had another surgery she had uh, they gave her like fentanyl patches or whatever uh and she just like uh, slapped seven of them on her and went for a drive <laughs> it's not funny it shouldn't it shouldn't be funny i shouldn't laugh but it's actually fucking hilarious <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, then some stuff happened. She blacked out, passed out, yada yada. While she was driving, uh, ends up in the hospital, and then boom, ends up in rehab. Man, that woman was something else. Uh, she was she was something else. <laughs> but I think I only like ever talked to her like one on one, only once, maybe twice, maybe twice. I don't know. But I do remember like one that one specific time uh, because it was tied to a situation uh, that was. That's probably in my top 10 uh, moments from rehab. <laughs> Essentially, like, because, like, people were talking about it, talking about what had happened, what I did or whatever. Uh, and she had heard about it. <clears throat> Priscilla had heard about it. Uh, but, like, no one had told her, like, the full story. And, like, for, for, like, the joke to make sense, for all of it to make sense, like, you need to have the full story. Uh, so she came to me. She just walks up to me. I was, I was uh, walking out of the cafe or whatever. She's like, hey. What's the Jew joke? <laughs> and, uh, and like, it's kind of funny because like now that entire situation, we just call it the Jew joke. Like the people that uh, were there for that and in react that situation, like if I just talk to them today and be like, hey, you remember the Jew joke? They, they will remember that entire situation. Uh, do I have time to even tell it? It's kind of like, we all set up. Ah, fuck, I'll tell it anyway because it's a funny ass story. Okay, so you're going to some setup for this. Essentially, so like when I had gotten to rehab, when I got moved to like the rehab rehab parts, so like after detox or whatever, I had made some friends and I kind of started like this thing or whatever with this girl named Alexis. She was kind of part of our uh, the friend our friend group and whatnot. Mind you, Alexis was what, like 25, 26? I was 20 at the time, which still at this time was still super strange for me and for like to mess with older people or whatever. But she really had she really had it out for me or whatever. And so we kind of had a thing, I guess, like a mini rehab romance, and then Brooke came along, right? And that changed everything. <laughs> I essentially just like started ignoring Alexis permanently, and it started like being with Brooke like on front of the time, and uh, that caused some beef in between uh, me and Alexis. Like, I didn't hate her or anything like that, but she really did not like me after that whole situation, and uh, and also to. to this guy sound random, but obviously it applies. So she's Jewish, okay? She's Jewish. She's Jewish and proud. She likes to let everyone know she's fucking Jewish, but whatever. She's Jewish, right? So this one evening, we're out in the smoking area during a smoke break, uh, and I'm sitting at this table, this picnic table. It's uh, it's me. I broke with me. Across the table from me is Lauren, the crazy girl that I was talking about at the beginning. Uh, Another one of my friends named Michelle, I think, was there. And then uh, Alexis and some other dude. And uh, so, like, I never really bought cigarettes in rehab. I would just bum off of other people because I'm cheap as fuck. I think I only bought cigs, like, once. Uh, but this is also one of those days where I did not have any, so I was going to ask someone for some. And so uh, I was asking around, like, hey, Brooke, you got one drink and spare or whatever. She didn't. Uh, Lauren didn't smoke the ones that I liked. I'm a menthol person. And so I asked Alexis, so like, hey, Alexis, mind if I bum a cigarette off you? Because I always acted like everything was normal between me and her. Like, I never, like, I never showed, like, any distaste or anything like that. And she got mad that I had asked her. She was like, you need to buy your own fucking cigarettes. Stop asking people for theirs. Like, that's just, like, uh, like they're spending their hard-earned money for it. I'm like, dude, first of all, you're freaking out for no fucking reason. Calm the fuck down. Second of all, why would I buy cigs when I can just bum off of other people? 
that was just a joke. It was just a fucking joke. You're not supposed to take that part seriously, right? Obviously. But no, she took that part seriously. She was like, oh, you're so selfish. You don't want to spend your money. You're taking stuff off of from other people. And I was like, bitch, it's a fucking joke. Calm down. It's a fucking joke. And so Lauren, across the table, was like, hey, John, you really got to work on your jokes. That didn't, that didn't land well. And I was like, nah, the jokes aren't the problem. It's the audience that's the problem. It's like telling a Jew joke to a Jew. Everybody got silent. <laughs> like, I said that and looked dead at her. Everyone shot. It was the funniest. Because I, I was trying so hard not to laugh. Because, like, my whole thing is, like, when I'm telling jokes, especially like that, when I, I planned it out. I saw the setup coming a couple sentences away. So, like, I try my best to not laugh. Because that just really, like, sends it home. Oh, man. <laughs> I've never seen Alexis get so fucking mad, like, <laughs> fucking threw the box of cigarettes at me, she was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, I was like, alright, I'm right here, do it, I was an asshole, a fucking asshole, but hey man, I didn't have any drugs, of course I'm a fucking asshole, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was the Jew joke situation, whenever someone would be like, hey John, you remember the Jew joke, I was like, yeah, I remember the Jew joke, because it was such a fuck. that's a meta joke, bro, it's a Jew joke, that wasn't even a Jew joke, the joke was the Jew joke. I sound fucking stupid saying that. Let me get off here. I mean, I've been on here for too long. I got plenty more stories to come. There will definitely be a part two from Tales from Rehab, as well as a part two from Tales from FBLA. All that good stuff. But we're going to end this one here. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, you enjoy this podcast, give it a like, a follow, a rating, all that good jazz to show that you liked it. If you want to ask a question, have a little chit chat, send me an amazing meme or maybe even send me a news article so I can educate myself. Something that has interested you that may pique my interest or anything of the sorts. You can always find me at Guy Without a Hat on Instagram and Twitter. But besides that, that's all I have for you today. I will see you tomorrow with another story to welcome in your Sunday. But besides that, I'll see you. Have a good one.